Hysteria Nation to a very rubbly version of Blurry Hysteria. A lot of a lot of um, debris, riprap, if you will, and wow. uh, conspiracies galore this week as we're talking once again. Uh, if you listen on Mondays, uh, we we looked back at our episode 105 where we talked the Georgia Guidestones. Today, we're talking their destruction, downfall, and uh, how they got there in the first place. Really narrowing it down. Sir, how goes? Yo. How you been? Good. Hanging in there. Can't complain. All that good stuff. Hanging uh, and uh, making, just got back from your trip from Georgia over late night. So that's fun. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell you about that. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll ask you to shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So Georgia Guidestones has been, uh, it's one of those things that just, you know, people, it's weird. And sure, yeah. people love the weird. And when you don't have a definitive answer on something, your mind tends to go to the dark. And especially in the world today, I swear to God, people, they just turn back on CERN. The Georgia Guidestones fall and people are like, yep, knew it. Thanks a lot, <laughs> CERN. <laughs> and I know that a lot of it's tongue in cheek, but I feel like a lot of it is just people like try to make sense of the world and blaming on something. And they actually believe that might be happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's this, this is a, um, a fun one because of that mystery. I think that's what has hooked everybody for the Georgia Guidestones since, you know, people started, uh, paying attention and, and the information was getting out there Yeah, and it's, it's an American mystery. It's, it's very cryptic because of uh, what it says on it and nobody knew, you know, exactly who, who done it or how they did it. Ah, see Christian. That just sounds right. like it's from like a, a no, an early 1900s novel, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> Pilgrim's progress. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this had a lot uh, going for it in terms yeah. of um, being interesting to people. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it's a megalithic structure. It is cryptic in nature. It might be sinister or it might not be depending on mm -hmm. how you read it. Now, once we do some digging, you might change your mind and go one way or the other on that. But, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's ripe for the picking of the conspiracy route. So let's do a quick recap here. Um, what were they kind of thing? So they were, a message in giant rock form. Uh, it was a set of 10 guidelines or principles engraved on these Georgia Guidestones. Huge slabs of granite, right? Yeah, just gigantic. Uh, just like Big gigantic, old tombstones. Just rock, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one language on each face of the four large upright stones. What were the, uh, the languages on there? Clockwise around the structure from due north. These languages were English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, chosen because they represented most of humanity, while Hebrew was chosen because of its connection to Judaism and Christianity. Why, you ask, maybe? Well, you probably already have your own reasoning, but they said it was to guide humanity to conserve nature after a nuclear war, which the creators thought were an imminent threat. Now this came, uh, they were put up at the, you know, the heart of the cold war. Yeah. 
it's not a far hop, skip, and jump to think that we were right around the corner from uh, a nuclear war. For those of you that might be younger, um, there's probably some millennials that did this, but uh, Gen Z's probably never had to do the duck and cover drills. Remember those <laughs> well, for Fallout? Um, Your desk. I think they got it a little worse, Brent. They didn't have the uh, they didn't have the the luxury of having a desk that saved you from anything and everything that happened. You just hit underneath it, and everyone was going to be okay. Yeah, their duck yeah. and covers, unfortunately, were were shootings and things like that. Uh, are, I'm not meaning that funny. Are terrible. Yeah, are exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I just saw an article that was like a new school is being designed with shootings in mind. Man, that's crazy to think that that's even something that we're that has to be thought about. It shouldn't be. Yeah. Yoko Ono, speaking of tragedies, uh, said the inscribed messages were a stirring call to rational thinking. <laughs> uh, contrary, though, the Guidestones inscriptions have also been accused of promoting eugenics and genocide. So that's fun. <laughs> Why don't you read, tell us what the inscriptions were. What, what'd they say? Starting at the top, it said, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. <laughs> uh, cough, eugenics, cough. Uh, <laughs> at least that's what it smells like to me. But yeah, keep going. Unite humanity with a living new language. Mm-hmm. Esperanto. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Mm -hmm. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Mm -hmm. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. I mean, they kind of feel like, oh, yay, kind of. Uh, You know, and it doesn't seem that bad. And I get that but then you do some digging and or you do some thinking and they can take on some sinister thoughts and they were just recently destroyed earlier this month as we know the there was an explosion it destroyed one of the one of the blocks the other three were cracked and the top one was part of it like a third of it broke and so they decided to demolish the rest of them, which interestingly enough, everyone then was a, uh, an engineer. They didn't need to be destroyed. That's part of it. You know, and yeah. <laughs> that could be one way or another, but, um, you know, they went ahead and took them down and it, it wasn't surprising to me because for months now, people have been saying and that they were, you know, conspiracies. They are they've been targeted, right? People yeah. were running political campaigns on if I get elected, I'm going to tear them down. I'm going to outlaw them, things like that. So it, there's been this fervor for a while, really, you know, getting everyone angry at them. So it's no surprise to me that someone took it on themselves sure. to, to do something like this. Um, it's the human nature to 
You know, it's just like taking a gun to a pizza parlor to, and then finding out there's no basement or, or doing the silly things that so many people do to, and then finding out, oh, I was, you know, wrong or right or what, however you want to look at it. The gorilla in the room, you know, the, the, the craziness was that there was so much, uh, hiddenness to them, you know, what, who built them and, and whatnot. Well, there was a documentary. It's called Dark Clouds Over Elberton, a true, the true story, that is, of the Georgia Guidestones. It came out in 2015, and they did some excellent investigation into them. We're going to go to a break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to talk who really put them up and uh, what happened to them and who they really were. That's up next on Blurry Hysteria. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. Oh, who was R.C. Christian or Robert Christian? That's kind of been the uh, $64,000 question the whole time. And yeah, uh yeah. Interestingly enough, the makers of the documentary, The Dark Clouds Over Elberton, The True Story of Georgia Guidestones, again, that's what it's called. They interviewed Wyatt Martin, and Wyatt was the key to understanding uh, who Robert Christian really was. And um, unknowingly, maybe, um, he was duped. Wouldn't you say he was duped? Uh, I, or just I dumb. He was just not a smart man in some ways. Uh, he was a banker and was involved in the financial arrangements for the original construction of the monument. 
And reportedly, and he'll tell you too, he was the only person who knew Robert Christensen's real identity who was working on the whole thing. So the construction people, the people in the town uh, in Georgia, you know, in the county there, uh, and uh, they didn't know who he was. Well, he had an IBM computer case, not to be confused with uh, John Titor. <laughs> I just oh thought boy. the whole time they're saying that, I'm just like someone out there is like, I knew it. <laughs> and where's the computer? <laughs> Here's how to handle communism in an American way. Let's Detour. just put the rules up. All right. And I'll just jump back to 1985. <laughs> Interestingly enough, they they persuaded Martin to show them some of his correspondences with Christian. Uh, He had them saved in this computer box. So they go out. It's in like his shed. Um, They open it up and they see postmarks and return addresses revealing that Christian had written from a certain house in Fort Dodge, Iowa. If you want to see exactly which, you can look online. Um, I'm not going to say that, but it's easy to find. As well as uh, other mail that had been sent to Christian care of a certain Mr. Merriman. I love that part because it's interesting how they, they're they like, can we do some slow zoom-ins just for B-roll? He's like, sure, <laughs> here you go. And they're zooming in and they're zooming in and this, they're literally zooming in on the addresses and stuff like that. And then <laughs> in the documentary, they're flipping them over and showing you that it's the same address in all of them. That's pretty great. Or the care of, uh, you know, Mr. Merriman, stuff like that. So that was a really interesting thing. So they took that and then he goes, I probably shouldn't be showing you this. Not that you could look at this and find out any information anyway, but I'm more worried <laughs> someone's going to break in here and try to steal my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he also showed them a letter dated uh, July 14th of 1998. And uh, Christian wrote that he was 78 years old. He also told him that Christian had written him around 2001. So he was 78 and 98 and he would at least uh, live past the year 2000. There was also a book that wasn't, it was published, it wasn't sold, but it was called Common Sense Renewed, and it was given out to people when these came out. Um, they contact the publisher, uh, the filmmakers did, and they learned that it had been published by name uh, a guy named Robert Merriman. Uh, he was born 1918, and he died in 1992. So Merriman couldn't have been the R.C. Christian because R.C. Christian had came back and visited uh, supposedly the Georgia Guidestones and, mm. you know, around 98 and stuff back to the scene of the crime. Right. Um, so they do some digging, they look and they find a patent application and political campaign finance disclosures. Uh, and they identified through those, the address matched the address on the, 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 the papers and the letters, a guy named Herbert Hinsey Kirsten. He was born May 7th of 1920, which makes him 78 years old and 98. And he died June 10th of 2005. So he's definitely old enough to, um, or still alive could have came. Uh, and he was the owner of the house at the return address, at least from 1981 to 2001 due to, you know, census records and stuff. You can look that stuff up really smart, you know, and and not only that, they also found that he had a bunch of, so he was a, a physician. And he was an inventor. One of them was like for facing concrete 
for etching block and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he'd worked with concrete. And in the letter, they did get to read. It said, I myself has been a concrete worker and I've worked with concrete and I know the struggles and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> also, Kirsten means Christian <laughs> in like a, yep. uh, a German. Slow German. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dutch, Dutch German. Yep. And that was the uh, Christian, R.C. Christian was the name given to the builder. And not to be outdone by that, the nephew of Merriman, uh, Kurt Wilk or Wilkie, I'm not sure how you say that, probably Wilk, told the filmmakers that Merriman and Kirsten had been friends. They spent holidays together and were close and shared ID ideologies. Um, it turns a little dark here. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Kirsten. Well, <laughs> So he was described in an obituary as, quote, a naturalist who was very involved in environmental and world population issues, end quote, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and a local historian by the name of William Sales Doan, who is 100% a wizard. (laughs) Uh, If you watch the film. (laughs) And a suit and long hair and a long beard. It's just beautiful. (laughs) You know, he didn't sound like that, but I wanted him to. He was well-spoken and I want him to just be like, yep, (laughs) got a lot of pants today. Going to give me my fortune. (laughs) Hand me my wand, you know. (laughs) Anybody see my frogs running around here? I think they took my wand. Uh... (laughs) So anyways, Doan told the filmmakers that Kirsten had been f- had been known fairly well in the community for his views about population control. Yeah, and they press him, what do you mean by that? <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah. And 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 this was when he was he said um people of color and people with IQs lower than 100 should be sterilized? Yeah. Anyone that is not white should be sterilized. Anyone with an IQ of under 100 should be sterilized. And said he was racist to his fingertips. Yeah. He he literally said he was working on a machine, whatever that means, to make that a possibility. Yikes. Of the the sterilization and and finding out. Right. Right. I mean, Um, uh, anyways. In in Doan the Wizard's presence, uh, Doan the Magnificent, mm-hmm. he had uh, boasted about his friendship with William Shockley, who was widely known in the 70s for his belief that black people were genetically inferior to yep. white people yep. and his belief that society should discourage reproduction by those considered less fit. Shockley is popular because he invented the transistor. And he won the Nobel yeah, Prize. Won a Nobel Prize. And yeah. everyone's like, this guy's great. What are your thoughts? And he's like, well, let me tell you about black people. Let me tell you about this and that. And they go, holy shit, you're disgusting. Yeah. Well, a lot of people then kind of uh, clang to him. And they said that Kirsten bragged that Shockley and him were friends who had the exact same outlook on yeah. race and uh, we're both shitheads that are disgusting and should die. Woo-hoo, you know, and Merriman was right there with them and they would go to the, I guess there was a local country uh, country club? club. Yeah. And you know how they do. They just sit around and talk. And I guess Pearson would <laughs> sit just, around and be racist. Right. Pearson <laughs> would just spout off of the mouth. And a lot of people that were there were of different nationalities and he wasn't that well liked by the, the the upper echelon of town, at least that's what Doan said. This was uh, was this was in Dodge City, is that right? Yeah, yeah, Iowa. Uh, 
you're too racist for the Dodge City Iowa Country Club. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about Dodge right. City. Uh, Kirsten even uh, wrote the South Florida Sun Sentinel, talking about how he he was uh, providing support for David Duke, the former Grand Wizard of the Klan. Yep. So that's who is um, who's still in the news, Brent? Still, really? still in the news, throwing. Well, I mean, he's throwing his weight behind Trump and stuff. Like he loves Trump, and. Um, yeah, he's, so he gave a lot of money. bopping around. He, he gave a lot of money to um, conservative political things. And interestingly enough, then conservatives are the ones that have been uh, against the, yeah. uh, the, the, the stones so much. I mean, a lot of people are against them. It, it's an interesting take. There's a lot of different conspiracies. That's supposedly the truth. Now, it's never been proven, but. That's a lot of connecting the dots there that they There's did a, a decent, very good. Yeah, they did really, really good work on this, at least to even come up with this, um, you know, finding these addresses and talking to people. Now, I will say the people that put this on were very religious. Dark Clouds Over Elberton has a very religious tone. Yeah. They were against him because he left $400,000 for the Catholic Church, but he preached uh, birth control and things like that. Birth control. And yeah. they were, it does take, especially in the end, a very religious religious slant. So, but they did fantastic investigative work. There's a lot of conspiracies. Wired stated that uh, unspecified opponents have labeled the Ten Commandments, or whether they labeled them the Ten Commandments of the Antichrist. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, mm. Of course, conservative Christians have called the monument satanic. And yeah. like we said, even though he left foreign K to the church, um, he had very anti-Catholic thinking. So they would have been against that. So it's they're like, well, that's just to show that he was using the church and blah, 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 mm. blah. You know, and then there's that whole part about the machine to finally prove blacks were inferior to whites. Just a fun guy all around. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just gross. Just absolutely gross. Um there are so many claims circling them. It's crazy. Um, outside just those right wing activist, Mark Dice demanded that the guy stone should be smashed into a million pieces. And then the rubble should be used for a construction project claiming that the guy stones are of a deep satanic origin <laughs> and that our sea Christians belongs to a Luciferian society, secret society related to the new world order. At the unveiling of the monument, a, a local minister proclaimed that he believed that the monument was for sun worshipers because it had a hole that, you know, it had a hole, should, the light yeah. came through, and it told you what day it was because the light came through. Yeah, j- just like that uh, Anthem Veterans Memorial in Arizona where the sun lines up once a year to show, to cast a uh, shadow of the uh, seal of uh, armed forces, I think. So, you know, sun worshipers for cult worship and devil worship. Same thing. Exactly. Se- seal seal of the United States. Great seal of the United States. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Are you, you assholes going to blow that up too? Right. Well, and interestingly, <laughs> all these people, Mark Dice, you know, and, and everyone else involved here, they've never provided any evidence to support their claims other than read it, you know, that kind of stuff. So there's that. Um, there's another conspiracy theorist, Jay Weedner. He said that the pseudonym of the man who commissioned R.C. Christian resembles Rose Cross Christian <laughs> or Christian Rosicrucianers. You know, the Christian Rosicruz, right. who was uh, the founder of the Rosicrucian Order. 
Right. It just, you can grasp at whatever you want to. Um, I think, I mean, you shouldn't, right. <laughs> I think that the, the truth could. or even the truth, the, the back end, the backstory of Kirsten himself is just disgusting. Sure. He, even on his grave, what's it say? It says his name. And then it says, it physician. says conservationist, physician and conservationist. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the, the, the clues definitely line up, um, to point at this. He thought there was going to be a nuclear war and people would be devastated and the, the decimation of the of the population was going to happen. And then we should adopt these things, including keeping everyone lily white. And if you had any sort of like, you know, birth defects or you were below average IQ, you should be, well, at the time you should be sterilized. So you can never, uh, uh, have children, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't go far to think that you'd be also killing them. Procreate that line. Yeah. Um, clean up that old gene pool. Yeah. Just <laughs> a not like wet dream. The whole thing, you know, but the, the crazy thing about it is that it's, it's just outside enough of that, uh, of being blatant about it, I guess, to, you know, make some people say, you know what, this sounds good. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these, uh, sound, some, um, legit reasonable. They, no, they were smart in wording it carefully in. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that doesn't straight up just say, keep everybody white and keep the dumbs dumb. Right. And, and, and cut off their balls, you know? So, <laughs> right. right. You know, it's, uh, I, cause this is, this goes to, in my mind, it, it kind of goes to that place where, how do you separate the art from the artist? Right. If the artist is a gigantic piece of shit, but their work is amazing or beautiful or poet, just some, something um, uh, transcendent, but they think all black people should die. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. How? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Or like, you I really like their music, you. but they like peeing on underage girls. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> sure. When sure. I say toot toot, you say beep beep, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> toot toot. Let me say beep beep. Because, <laughs> you know, ruling things with uh, tempered reason should be a given. Uh, or against pr- the law. Having, Come on now. Who ha- wants tempered reason? Having... Having fair laws, just courts, um, no petty laws or useless officials. I mean, we are mired in that cesspool right now. Mm-hmm. Um, leave room for nature. Like, these are all good good things to live by. But who says it? The mouthpiece it's coming from taints it. It changes it into something else, Right. Yeah. If if Jesus the Christ said all this, it it would be wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. If David Duke said all this, right. you'd be like, uh, pump the brakes, asshole. Well, it's also even you're looking at like the living, you know, unite humanity and living new language sounds fantastic, and even the the new language, so you're not benefiting like English or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then you're stripping away people's 
um, culture heritage and identity and, cult- and heritage right. and tradition. So, yeah. like, where does the where does the good stop and the bad start? You know, it's yeah, a, and that's that is the that is the big question for all this stuff. It's like um, uh, J.K. Rowling and and her you know very uh, transphobic views versus the Harry Potter world that she's created and people love and have gotten a lot of you know good from. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's there's countless examples uh, uh, of this stuff. Richard Wagner's music being used, you know, uh, f- for. <laughs> I mean, you you hear Flight of the Valkyries and you immediately think, oh, here comes the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> pan, yeah. Pan, somebody get me my Panzerfaust. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it, it, it's all, you know, the intention behind it spoils it. And it could be used for good. Now, the guide reproduction wisely, that stuff, that... That is the closest thing to eugenics that they're going to say blatantly mm-hmm. in this thing. And, you know, there's uh, – you get in a real, real uh, quicksand with that one and the the maintain humanity. But at some point in our future, if we don't straight up kill each other first, we're going to have to address the problem of overpopulation. Right. And that's a hard conversation to have. There's a finite amount of people that can live on here that we can also provide nutrients and, mm-hmm. you know, sustainability to. But it, when evil's in your heart, maybe you shouldn't be the one picking who's who and, and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. You better Big look time. like me, uh, an old Kaja white man. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. not going to get yeah. out. You know, you know where I, <laughs> I, I think the most just delicious aspect of this is he spread all his hate at the country club. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even, even the people at the country said, club are like, "You're a douchebag." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I you know, I'm not laughing to make light of it or anything. This is a very serious thing, and fuck racism to to its fucking fingernails. <laughs> but um, I, it, it's it's crazy how messages that could be used for good get uh, co opted, tainted, and and just used as um fucking rotten ass fertilizer mm-hmm. in the brains of of gullible people and i think you know we brent and i let let me say this brent and i are trying our damnedest to not like straight up make this some kind of a divisive issue right. because it already has been. Yeah, and I guess what I don't think I'm telling any tales at a school to say you don't need to be blowing shit up no matter what. And yeah. for whatever reason, if you think that that's the answer, there's better. You're better served. You haven't considered right. all of the alternatives, right? I think that's the takeaway. And unfortunately, people get worked up into a a fervor, and and things like this happen, and they can be avoided. And, uh, you know, um, at least it's an eye-opening thing. And I hope uh, – the problem is enough people don't understand the truth behind them, nor will they ever. And this will be kind of used for multiple different scenarios, I'm sure. Um, and that's unfortunate. But uh, at least we know, and now you know, uh, the most likely – again, this is not proven. This is just – uh, journalism that's been done and investigated and the most likely independent and right. Right. I mean, it does have a bias. Like you said, it's yep. very heavy into Christianity. The, the, the save everybody. Did. Yep. 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 So they're gone. Will they come back? I don't know. 
keep in the news, keep reading. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but it is a definitely an interesting thing to say the least. I doubt they'll come back. Um, yeah, but it you know Sometimes enough people have they covered come them back. Sometimes <laughs> they come back again. You remember those what movies? If, oh my god! Remember what if um. What if tomorrow there's a new setup mysteriously? Nobody knows how. That would freak people. <laughs> or, or someone puts up one of those monoliths, those like just things like they were doing a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, one of those silver kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's what needs to happen there. That, oh man, somebody, somebody would get their hands on a dark market, uh, dark web cruise missile and send it at it immediately. <laughs> um, but like we we alluded to this earlier, but it, what. The crazy thing about this is the irony. Whoever blew this up probably held the same beliefs and just was led to believe that these were different. Or or yeah, who knows. So, right. I mean, I I would I would bet some money on it. Uh I can't obviously prove that. Um and that's that's huge speculation. I'll I'll admit that. But I would put money on on <laughs> that the belief. Over under. Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. All right, kids. So that's been your uh, your quick and dirty on the destruction of the Guidestones and a little bit of more history, in case you didn't uh, haven't heard or didn't listen to or wanted an update from our last one. Uh, we'll see you next time on more blurry hysteria. Woo! Heavy stuff. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.